Welcome to Alaskwatch, the show all about Bigfoot in the great state of Alaska. I'm your host, Beans Baxter. So lace up your boots, zip up your coat, and come with me on an adventure as we explore all things cryptid in the last frontier. Hey, Last Watchers, thanks for tuning in. Uh, here to give uh, update and explanations as to why I haven't been putting anything out recently. I've been uh, really busy with my day job. I had, um, well, we got a, a new building and it was time to move in there. And basically there's a, a section of the building that I'm responsible for that's kind of my department. And I ended up moving everything out of there and into the new building by myself uh, it took about three 12 hour days to do that uh, pretty much all of them were on my you know my scheduled time off or my days off and uh, it just it took a really long time and it's pretty much just been consuming all of my off time um, however I did uh, right before we moved I did take a little time off and uh I'll uh, explain that here shortly. That's actually the subject of today's podcast is uh, what I did over my fall break, <laughs> my summer vacation. Uh, but yeah, I, I've been really busy and uh, it's not going to get better anytime soon, really. Uh, pretty much uh, the rest of this year, I wouldn't look, I'm, I might be lucky to get an episode out a month, but uh you know, probably no Halloween episode this year. Uh, maybe I can try and squeeze something in uh, right around the end of the month, maybe. But uh, I just don't have time <clears throat> to put the research into it uh, to do to do a good episode. So we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. Uh, maybe I can get some free time here or there to cut away and and do that. But I um, do have a couple of uh, things coming up here uh, toward the end of the year. I'm going to make a couple of announcements, uh, which basically, you know, hopefully if everything works out, it'll, it'll, um, equal more time for me to, uh, put into the show. I'll be able to do more shows, uh, better quality shows, more prepared shows. And, uh, I think that, um, you know, I'm going to try and, uh, take the show to the next level. I'm going to go, um, and, and, and just do something else with it. It's going to go. I'm going to promote it a little bit more. I'm going to try and put some more effort into it and uh, just try and make it better. You know, I've kind of been uh, floundering here between my day job and, and trying to put out content for the show. And it's just, they're just not that great. I don't have a lot of time to sit down and edit them. I uh, pretty much just uh, sit down, record and go. And, uh, you know, I don't get a lot of interviews uh, just because of my scheduling. And I think all that's going to change here toward the uh, beginning of next year. So uh, stay tuned. There's going to be a couple of big announcements coming up. Um, we're going to have um, Stephen Major and uh, maybe a special guest on to make some announcements for some stuff that's coming up. And uh, I can't wait. I, I'm really excited about uh, the future and what's coming up and uh, the future of Alaskwatch and everything else. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> that's, you know, that's not here yet. So let's uh, concentrate on what's going on today. Today, I wanted to talk about something that was really cool, and I got to experience something that not too many people get to experience, and uh, that is 
earlier this year, I think it was, was it around, it was either March or May. I don't remember. I kind of, um, stumbled upon the, uh, Denali national park road lottery. And what that is, is every year you get to apply to drive into the Denali national park. Now, normally in normal, uh, day-to-day operations, uh, if you want to go into the park, you have to uh, make a reservation. You go in and they put you on a bus <clears throat> and the bus will drive through the park and you get to look out the bus window and see the park. And, you know, you're on the bus with a bunch of strangers and a bunch of people who aren't from Alaska who have never seen a moose before and just freak the hell out at every moose they see. And, uh, you know, it's it's just not... I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't something that really appealed to me. I really wanted to see the park, but I wasn't crazy about getting on the bus. Um, my wife had made a suggestion that we should put in for the road lottery, which is done, uh, every year in the fall. And they basically, they draw names. And if you win, they give you a day that you get to drive your own vehicle through the park. And this year, because of the COVID-19 and the lack of visitors that they've had, uh, they were doing a couple of extra road lottery days and they were letting more people come in during the road lottery. And we had talked about putting in for it and I kind of forgot about it. And I was, uh, I think I was making, I was making a reservation for a uh, cabin that we had spent the night at uh, earlier this year, uh, a in the Kenai National Wildlife Refuge. And somehow or another, I stumbled onto the, the entry page for the road lottery. And it just happened the day that I was making the reservation for the cabin. It was the last day that you were allowed to put in for the road lottery. And I remember my wife talking about wanting to do it. And I thought, man, I better, I better put in for it. And I think it was, I think initially I thought it was $5, but I think it was actually $15 to put in for it. So I, um, I entered, it was the last day for entries, uh, you know, paid my $15 and kind of forgot about it. Well, then around the middle of July, I got an email saying, Hey, congratulations. You, you won the lottery. You're getting in. And they gave me my day, uh, that we were going to get to drive through the park that, you know, you don't get to choose. They assigned you a day, like this is your day to come. And, um, I thought that was pretty cool because generally I'm not, I'm not a guy that wins a lot of stuff. Like I don't win contests very often. So I thought that was pretty cool. So we, uh, got the time off our respective jobs and we booked a hotel room up in Healy, which is uh, not too far from where the entrance to the park is. And because we were driving our own vehicle through, uh, through the park, uh, we were able to take our dogs with us, our little French bulldogs uh, instead of uh, trying to find somebody to house set and dog set for us, we just decided we'd take them with us, and um, we got a little uh, a little thing that fits in the back of my truck—not in the bed of the truck, but in the back seat of the truck—that the dogs could sit in, like a little pen, and we put their beds in there, and we had them, uh, you know, pretty comfortable back in there, and we uh, hit the road, and it was the first time, probably, in a Oh, geez. Let's see. I think I went to Talkeetna. I rode my motorcycle to Talkeetna probably four or five years ago. Actually, it's probably longer than that. It was probably six or seven years ago. So it was probably the first time in like six or seven years that I'd been 
north of uh, Wasilla. And uh, so we headed up there, and we uh, got there, uh, you know, a day before. We got went ahead and got our pass to get into the park, and then we went uh, and got our hotel room. And the next day we woke up, and we woke up pretty early. I think they started letting us through at 7 a.m. into the park, but the sun, you know, it wasn't even daylight at that time. So we waited and until uh, it got a little bit brighter till you could start seeing outside and uh, it worked out perfectly because we got to the park right around the time the sun was coming up you could actually see uh, we got in without any hassle uh, we drove the entire way into the park it's 92 miles and uh, it's kind of funny because when you get to the end of the road you know I thought there would be like a big rest stop or something at the end of the road and you know, a place to get out and walk around and maybe a, you know, nice scenic area to stop. And it's actually not, there's just kind of a little cul-de-sac in the, in the road and uh, a little wooden sign at the end. It's like, this is the end of the road, 92.5 miles. <laughs> uh, was that kind of anticlimactic getting to the, to the end of the road, but uh, <clears throat> the scenery is just phenomenal and the weather cooperated perfectly. It was awesome. Uh, we got some really good shots of Denali uh, we got some awesome shots of uh, all the the scenery, and uh, if you want to, if you want to experience it for yourself, uh, you can go to the Kenai Bigfoot Research Group YouTube page, and there's two videos on there. My wife put them together. Uh, it's her first time uh, putting together a video and kind of editing it herself. And what it is, it's uh, there's two 20 minute videos on there that document our, our drive in and out of the park. And the first video is us arriving at the park and driving through, and it's a combination of dash camera footage. I had my dash cam rolling the entire time. We bought extra memory cards for it. Uh, we just, you know, we wanted to document every part of the trip that we could. So we had the camera rolling the entire time uh, into the park and out of the park. So the first video is us uh, arriving, driving into the park, uh, getting, you know, to see Denali for the first time. And it's uh, intercut, you know, with dash camera footage and photos we took. And then the second video is our drive out of the park, which um, is, is, it's a lot of the same. It's the video from the dash camera and then intercut with uh, photos that we took. But the drive out is where we saw most of the wildlife. So the second video uh, there's some video and pictures of uh, foxes and bears and uh, just all kinds of stuff. I think we saw four bears on the way out. I think we got uh, some decent pictures of a couple. Some of them were kind of far away. I think the closest one we saw was about 100 yards. Uh, I actually talked to some of the people uh, that had done the drive uh, with us that day. They had you know, been in other cars, and they said at one point one of the bears had crossed the road in front of them. Uh, I wish we'd have got to see it that close, but we didn't. But we got some pretty good shots of it. So if you go to the, again, that's the Kenai Bigfoot Research Group uh, YouTube page. <clears throat> you can check them out. They're, both the videos should be up. Uh, they're both about 20 minutes long. Uh, the first one is our drive-in. The second one's our drive-out. And uh, I think my wife did a really great job on them, especially considering it's her first time uh, putting a video like that together. So if you guys uh, are interested in uh, the Nally National Park at all, or even seeing kind of an inside look at the road lottery and what it's like, uh, there's some pretty interesting uh, sections of road. Uh, for a lot of a lot of the drive, it's one lane, and you're kind of skirting around these mountains, and you're going like 
on these little one, one lane roads. Uh, and it's just a sheer cliff. There's no guardrail or anything. Uh, so some of it was a little harrowing. Uh, you know, we were a little, I was white knuckling it a little bit, even though the speed limit was only 30 miles an hour. And, uh, you know, some of these roads are pretty soft and they warn you about the soft shoulders going in. And, uh, so <clears throat> it was uh, really beautiful, but it was also a little nerve wracking at times, but check out the videos. I really can't, I mean, I can't convey to you verbally, uh, how awesome the scenery was. I mean, you just kind of have to, it's kind of like the matrix. You have to experience it for yourself. So, um, just check it out. Check out the videos. Uh, I posted a few pictures, I believe on the, the Kenai Bigfoot research Instagram account. Um, but yeah, check it out. If you're interested in Alaska or the Denali national park, um, you know, I went there just strictly as a tourist. I didn't, I wasn't even thinking of Bigfoot while I was there. And in fact, a lot of the, um, the terrain there that I, I saw, it didn't, to me, it didn't strike me as prime Bigfoot habitat. There's a lot of open areas, a lot of fields. Uh, some of the areas kind of toward the end of the road around wonder lake that might be some good habitat but uh as far as i know i don't think there's a, a ton of sightings in that area uh maybe one or two i think the one that comes to my mind is a is a sighting that's on the sasquatch tracker website and uh, i believe it's by a tourist that was on a bus and he saw like a brown shape moving through the brush or something, which I mean, could have been a bear or a moose. Uh, you know, you get people up here that aren't real familiar with the wildlife we have and, uh, they miss, you know, a lot of mis misidentifications anyway. Uh, that's about all I've got for you today. Check out, uh, the video on the Kenai Bigfoot research group, YouTube page. And, um, you know, if you enjoy it, hopefully here, at the beginning of the year, I'll start uh, being able to post some more stuff like that. Uh, I actually went out, let's see, was it, it wasn't yesterday, it was the day before yesterday. Uh, spent the day out in the refuge, did some fishing, did some squatching. Uh, it was pretty chilly. It actually got down to about 28 degrees. I guess it snowed there last night, but uh, I don't think it's going to stick. It's going to warm up today and it's going to it's gonna melt away, but uh, didn't... Uh, didn't see or hear anything too suspicious. Uh, a lot of eagle activity. I don't know what they were doing. I don't know if there was a carcass near where I was or what, but there was a lot of eagles flying around. Um, didn't catch any fish. I think it's just getting too cold for them. But, uh, you know, I had a good time. I needed to get out and decompress. I needed to get away from work and the house for a while and just uh, spend some time out in the woods. So it, uh, it really hit the spot. Um, it was a little too cold for me to want to go camping Although I did toy with the idea for a little bit, but, uh, it just, when I got there, I think it was 34 degrees and I just kind of hung around, started a campfire, fished, waited until, um, it got dark and then headed home. And, uh, when I left, I think it was about 20, 27, 24 degrees, something like that. So I don't think I would have been very comfortable if I just spent the night, but, uh, I still had a really good time and, uh, hope to get out there a couple more times here before the heavy snow hits. But uh, anyway, you guys, uh, you know, s stay tuned. Uh, keep your eyes peeled uh, on the uh, podcast feed here. Uh, I will be putting some stuff out before the end of the year. And uh, we're going to have some, hopefully some big announcements here coming up here in the next couple of months. So keep tuned and uh, be safe out there.